It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard. It's a, a Friday. I uh, had some fun last night, so I, I will enjoy talking about the boys' basketball game that I saw. I got a feeling Brady's going to enjoy talking about the basketball game he saw. Both of them. Yeah, um, my, mine was a little closer last night than yours, but yours was certainly entertaining. It was entertaining, and there's a lot of positive to actually to take out of both sides. Um, I saw a great comeback in girls' basketball for what I, I guess in the early season we could call an upset. Uh, but, yeah, I saw two very entertaining basketball games at Port here on Northern the last two nights. All right. Uh, and like I say, I saw an overtime game in the BWAC between Crosslex uh, and Armada. And we'll get to all of that Wait, and more. real quick. Oh, okay, real before quick. Before you go to break, I just want to throw this out there. All our, all, everyone who hosts us is always very gracious to us. But I just want to say, if you can throw us a bone, because... I don't know why, Dennis, in the first three weeks of the basketball season, this has popped up more than it did in the entire season last year. And it's happened to both of us. Yeah. Pre-game's 15 minutes. Warm-up's 15 minutes. Halftime is 10 minutes. There have been times where we have been, because that's how we plan out our breaks, and we that's what we know. We don't try to go any longer. So when the, the clock starts for 15-minute warm-up, that's when we go on the air. Please give us the 15 minutes. Please give us the 10 minutes at halftime. We are, we're pretty packed and tight in those 15 yeah. and 10 minutes. The, the 10 minutes at halftime are more important to me than the pregame. I'll figure out the pregame. If you give me a 10-minute pregame, uh, I'll figure it out. Yes. But we prefer 15. Prefer 15. But at halftime, got, it's got to be 10 minutes. When you do the 8-minute halftime, we're we're getting back in the third quarter, two minutes late. Yes, because so. we we still have commercials to play, and I know people don't like commercials, but our sponsors like commercials, <laughs> and we like our sponsors because it's the reason we can give you yes get stuck on sports dot com. And I know some people, a lot of them are volunteers, so I'm not going to yell at anyone, but just please make sure we have those times because, <laughs> and it's not one school that has popped up at like five different places. Well, you've had it more right. than me. I had it one time. Where actually they did 20 minutes for pregame, which is not an issue. I just wait right. five minutes to start. Uh, and then they gave me eight minutes at halftime, which is an issue. Because like I say, we would played three minutes of the third quarter before we got back. Right. So <laughs> that's just one thing I wanted to ask very kindly to everyone. Just make sure you get the 15 and 10 so we can keep our sponsors happy and we can have a smooth broadcast. Yes. Anyway, we'll you, talk you, about you, the games coming up. <laughs> Now that you've lost all of our listeners because yes. we were talking about technical stuff. Um, yes, we will come back and we will talk a lot of basketball on today's show. A little bit of hockey, too. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com.
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Gara Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Gara Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Gara Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Finding that missing shin guard, remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref! That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. And you are back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. And we will begin with a uh, play from uh, Wednesday uh, night because I think that's where we left off, which means we're going to start with girls' basketball because you saw a game that in the beginning you're probably going, oh, here we go. And by the end of it, you're like, oh, wow. <laughs> Before the game, um, at, up in the press box at Port here on Northern, I was sitting with Coach Rossi and we were chatting. And I'm like, Coach, I, I don't know what your team is. 
And he kind of laughed. He's like, I'm not sure what my team is. Uh, you go, I mean, you said obviously didn't play well against Marysville, played really well against a Gross Point South team that pressures you, that attacks you, then they get a win at Almont. So they weren't sure. He's like, battled against Yale. New St. Clair was good. They're coming off a loss against South Lake, but they beat Marysville. That was a big rivalry win. And the first quarter happens, and it's 16 to 4 St. Clair, and you're going, all right, we're done here. Uh, game decided in the first quarter. Northern can't figure out how to score. For whatever reason, they're hot and cold, and tonight they're cold. Well, their offense picked up in the second quarter. It was actually, Dennis, a 30-point second quarter. Each side scored 15, and it's 31-19 at half. And you're going, all right, that was the run from Northern, and they couldn't stop St. Clair. St. Clair was making their shots. Uh, Audrey Schindler in the post was making a difference. Uh, they St. Clair was getting to the basket. And the start of the third quarter, uh, Alexa Vickers drives down the left side of the lane, goes up, gets fouled, makes the bucket, and one, hits the free throw. 15-point lead for St. Clair, 10 seconds into the third quarter. And you're going, all right, St. Clair came out. And I don't know, but it kind of felt like St. Clair also went, all right, we got it done. Good job. Nice. Hey, up 15. Then Port Huron Northern went on a 13-0 run to cut it to two points. Shots started to fall from the outside. Charlotte Eastman was hitting free threes. Jade Freeman was doing things we expected her to do. Kate Nichols was showing up. Shannon Falco didn't have a ton of points, but she's handling pressure well. She's just kind of the, I almost want to call her like the CEO of the offense because it runs through her. She might not be hands-on scoring, but she dictates the offense. And they get it to within two points. And then St. Clair goes on uh, on a 6-0 run of their own. It's 38-32. St. Clair at the end of the third quarter. They have an eight-point lead. And then Northern goes on another 13-0 run. And when they finally crossed that bridge, it was almost like St. Clair didn't know how to respond. And I guess the one thing, St. Clair, you're looking for is they don't have that go-to scorer. They don't have that one player that some teams have that they say, all right, Times are tough. Just get us a bucket to calm the waters. They didn't have that, and Northern took the lead. St. Clair couldn't figure out a way to get back. They were held to 13 points in the second half, and Northern got a 52-44 win over St. Clair. They outscored the Saints 20-6 in the fourth quarter in route to the win. Jade Freeman had 20. Kate Nichols and Charlotte Eastman each with 11. Eastman hit three threes on the night, which made a big difference. For St. Clair, Audrey Schindler with 10. Saros and Zimmer each with 8. And I don't know if St. Clair looked at the results and went, all right, we beat Marysville and Northern got crushed by Marysville. Won't have too much of a time. Or at halftime, they kind of high-fived each other and said, hey, nice job, got the job done. Let's get these last uh, 16 minutes off the clock. We'll go home, we'll be 3-1. and one. But a young Northern team never said die, kept fighting, and in impressive fashion, came back and stole a game. Yeah, I'm. You know, it's it's encouraging to see because this is what two in a row now for Northern because they beat yes. Elmont 
uh, I believe earlier this week or late last week. Um, and be, the the night that I was there, because I saw the Marysville debacle. You saw their worst game of the year. Yeah, and and Jade Freeman really struggled that. They all struggled that night, but Jade didn't score uh, and really didn't play much towards the end of the, uh, of the ball game. Twenty points in this one. I think she had nineteen in the win over Almont. Mm-hmm. Um, so. You know, because cause you had come back after seeing her the first night, and you went, watch Jade Friedman. Yeah. And, I, and I'm like, after I saw the game, I'm like, I don't know, Brady. And I'm glad that what I saw was the anomaly. Right. And that this is a really good young basketball player. Oh, also, I had other people at that game going, you're right about Marysville's gym. I'm just going to call it the void now <laughs> because that's where apparently scoring goes to die. So Marysville's gym is the void, and – and the two reasons I heard not to go on a tangent, we'll get back to this in a second, but they say the rims are stiffer, which I don't know, I guess. And the white background is something they say. But I feel like those two things aren't unique to Marysville, but that, those are the reasons that people were telling me. And I don't know how much I buy it, but I guess it has to be something. You know, the place where I notice it is PH. The rims at PH are the weirdest rims anywhere I've ever been in the state. Can't get can't get the, the rules. The, the the those are the unkindest rims I've ever seen in my life. And there's usually high scoring games there. Yeah, I mean, it it, it it most nights it doesn't affect the scoring. But I don't know how many times I've been at PH and see a shot go down. And come back out or see it roll around on the rim and it always rolls off. It never rolls in. Free throws that bounce around, hit every part of the rim, but won't go in. So uh, Northern, back to the game, not to go off on the tangent, but that's a nice win for the Huskies. And Dennis, let, let me ask you, am I putting too much stock into the fact that they saw a win against Almont, and whether it was a good win, because I know Coach Rossi wasn't happy with the defense in that game, but they still got the win and felt that, just knew what, what winning was like. How much of that learning how to win played into this game? Well, I mean, we, we talk about it because it's the same thing with, with scoring. If you see the ball go in the basket, you start feeling confident that you can make it happen. So, I mean... It's the same thing. You win a game, you go, oh, this feels good. This is what it takes to do it. Mm -hmm. Let's do this more often. And now they put two in a row together. They go to Ford, which is a league game. And I know they're expecting Ford to be one of the top teams in the white. But that that's an impressive performance. If you can start the way you finished, you're going to be a pretty good team. You just can't take a quarter to knock the rust off. I mean, they, they were the Marysville game for the first quarter and then their last two performances for the last three quarters. I mean, 15, 13, and 20 in the last three quarters are pretty impressive point totals. Yeah. You're going to win a lot of games if you're averaging, what's that, 16, 17 points a quarter? Yeah. You just have to play all right defense and you'll be winning games. Yeah. Um. Uh. <sighs> And a lot of people think Ford should have been the team that moved up yes. to the to the red. Yeah, well, like Lance, Lance Cruz North is kind of getting punished for the fact that the last four years they had uh, the Brooke um, Daniels girl, Brooke Daniels yeah, girl, and the, and they had some other really nice players too. But that's the debate with the MAC is okay. Your last two years were really good, but sometimes you just have a class come through. Is it 
all right, you had your fun in the white, go up to the red. I don't care that you, your next classes aren't as strong. Or do you go, you know, you're not as strong. That They have really good classes coming through. Send them up. And, well, I'm not saying any coaches do it, but I could see coaches going, no, they got to beat us up the last two years. Send them up to the red. Yeah. Let them know what it feels like. <laughs> so that's always the debate there. But for St. Clair, they're now 2-2 two and two and have to do a little bit of soul searching, it feels like, because they have the Weimer tournament next week. And they will play Marysville again. Marysville's going to want revenge. And then whether they win or lose, they could see Northern again. They could see Port here on high. Those are going to be a couple games that are going to be tough and early in the season can really decide how the rest of the year is going to go because if they falter in the Weimer tournament, all of a sudden you're sitting at four or five losses before the new year and what was a very promising start has kind of taken a left-hand turn. But if you win that tournament, you go, all right, we got those two close losses out of the way and we just beat two really good teams in the area. You'd secure your spot over Marysville before, I mean, districts are a long time away, but before you get to districts. And you would have either beaten Port here on Northern in a rematch or knocked off a very talented Port here on high team. How bad do you think the Northern girls would like a rematch with Marysville? I think they would especially on their like court. And then PH is the wild card in all of it. Yeah. So that yeah, they're that, they're the team we're not talking about, and because they they don't play at home. I I know they're they're on the road all the time, but could they be the best team in the bunch? Because these are four good teams, right? I don't. Yeah, there's not going to be a game you match up any of those. I don't think Marysville Northern would be another smothering like it was. I think they've worked out the kinks. I think. It, I think all those games should be within 10 to 15 points. I do think Marysville is a different team at home. It, I don't know what it is. They crank up the defense, and they just the, – well, they play incredible basketball at home. Not to look ahead because we're going to do that, but they do go on the road to South Lake tonight, and this is an interesting game. That's where St. Clair lost. Um, let's go back to more Wednesday results. And it was really kind of a one-girl show, too, for South Yes, they, The one the, girl scored 27, 27 or 28. Yeah. Not a lot else in uh, on Wednesday. Anchor Bay beat Frazier in girls basketball. Had a couple of boys scores. Algonac gets a win over Memphis. I wanted to talk about that for just a second. Okay. Um, because I did Algonac earlier this year, and I, I gave these numbers, and I, I, I want to – Talk up Algonac just a little bit because after they lost to St. Clair, 3-85 and 85 in their last 88 games. So they won by 20-something, 25, uh, over Memphis. And it was I, the game was at Memphis. So way to go, Algonac. Again, learning to win. Yep. They won – Two games last year, and you go, well, what's the big deal? They hadn't won any of the two years prior. I think it was like the three or four years. Prior. Well, they had, they had had a 56-game losing streak. So that's two and a half seasons. Yeah, they, had, they had gone two and a half seasons without winning a basketball game. They won two last year, and they pick up a, a win early in the, the season here. No, they're not going to win the BWAC. No, they're not suddenly going to – win 25 games this year but baby steps and I just 
they won. They don't get to hear that they won all that often, so I wanted to spend a, an extra couple of and minutes And they don't on. win by 25. No, yeah. So. so they went and they thrashed Memphis. So good for them. Uh, two other boys sto- scores before we get to hockey. Bad Axe beat Sandusky 43-32. And Marlette in a squeaker over Unionville Seabwing 33-30. So that takes us to hockey. And Dennis, it was 8 nothing, Brother Rice. But when I talked to you on Wednesday night, you actually came away feeling better about Northern than you did when you went into McMoran Marine. Well, I, I okay, so what happened was maybe kind of what I thought was going to happen, but the way it happened um, wasn't at all what I thought. Um, now, I've I, I played this sport. I've been around this sport for a long time. Hockey's your bread and butter. Some nights... It doesn't matter how bad you play. The puck finds you, and you get an open net to shoot it into. Other nights, it doesn't matter how hard you try or what you do. You can't get a bounce to save the world. The puck will go under your stick, over your stick, off your stick. Your stick will disintegrate in your hands as you're shooting. The The goalie will be in the corner, and you'll have the 6 by 4 and your twig will snap, and it pushes it wide. The the puck will hit both goalposts, the crossbar, land on the goal line in a way that it can't cross the goal line. I mean, just stupid stuff will will happen to you. You're a second late or an inch away every time. That's the kind of game it was for Port Huron Northern. They actually played a really good first period, and they were down two to nothing on two kind of goofy plays. So the game starts with Northern getting the first chance, and it's the right guy. It's Bryson Smith. He's been red hot this year. Every time he shoots, he picks a corner, and his shot hit the goal, beat the goalie clean. Goalie, I've never moved. Hit the goal post, came off the post, hit the goalie in the back. And instead of going into the center of the net like it should and like it would 99 out of 100 times, it hit him and it went just wide of the post and stayed nothing-nothing. So then Brother Ice comes down. They have a little bit of a flurry, place kind of scrambly. Uh, Baumgartner loses his stick, but he catches the puck and freezes it. But on the play, he's slow getting up. Mm -hmm. And I kind of thought and I think I even mentioned on that he might have tweaked something he might have pulled a muscle you know it might be a groin thing um, but he's convinced them that he's okay and he's going to stay in well brother ice wins the face off they screw up a great scoring chance guys wide open in front and the pass is behind him hits him in the skate caroms right to where the defenseman is standing in the right circle and he slap shots the puck into the net because Bumgartner does have some sort of an, an issue, right. and he can't get post-to-post in time. So it's one nothing, basically because the goalie was hurt but was trying to fight through it. Right. Can't blame a kid for wanting to do that, and, you, you, you know, he's their guy, so they, they wanted to give him a chance to stay in there. After the goal, they take him out. So Alcomo comes into the game, and what is he greeted with? A shot that hits off the end boards at McMoran Arena. Karam's back in front. It hits Alcomo, and where does it go? Straight into the center of the net. <laughs> and now it's two to nothing, and Northern really hasn't done anything wrong. Right. And they're playing hard. They actually outshot Brother Rice in the first period, 14 to 12. They skated right with them. 
Okay, they give up an early goal in in the second, about five minutes in the second. They fall behind three nothing, but they're still playing well. Now, Andrew Marone is a kid that I'm used to because he's been playing at Brother Ice the last three years. All he does is score goals. He is as pure a goal scorer as I've seen the last three years with any regularity. Mm-hmm. He's a sniper. He was trying to pass the puck, and it went into the net. So now it's 4 nothing On a pass into the net, basically. Uh, the, the puck had eyes, too, because there's like a crowd of people, and it just angled the right way. And like he, he was on his backhand in the right circle trying to find a guy in front, and just he kind of swooshed it, and instead of going in front, it went towards the net and in. Like it, it just from up top, it looked stupid. <laughs> um, and then they they got a power play goal again. Alcomo makes a spectacular save, and the rebound goes right to where a guy is. Oh wow! Oh geez! And the net is empty. Pow! Five nothing at the end of two. And again, I'm looking at it going. Well, Brother Ice started to outplay them in the second period, but it shouldn't be five to nothing right now. It right. really shouldn't be. Um, and then in, in the third period, um, they got three goals, but they came very late. Like, it stayed 5 nothing until there was about five minutes to go in the game. And then Brother Rice scored three times and ended up winning the game 8 nothing. It was about two and a half minutes to go when they got the Mercy goal. So Northern basically made it the whole game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, But it was just a weird game. They had 28 shots on goal. They had three point-blank chances in the third period to score. And the goalie for Brother Ice was a big kid. Like, he's huge. Yeah. Um, And he made the saves. I mean, so the final is going to be 8 nothing, Brother Ice. But I look at this game, and it, it should have been like 4-2, 5-2, 5-3. Yeah. That's what the game felt like to me. But history will say it was an eight nothing game, and if you didn't see it, you'll go. Oh, Northern got blown out by Brother Rice. So Northern plays a little better, but again, that's life in the MIHL. Yeah, it's it's a tough league, and if <laughs> if you're not getting bounces, that's going to happen to you. Well, we had a lot more going on yesterday, so we'll spend a fair amount of time talking on that because. Wednesday was a little late, but Thursday was definitely action-packed. Yeah, Thursday uh, action-packed with some great games, and we'll get to it in just a moment. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood, or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. 
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back. Ah. <laughs> uh. You're like my little brother. I have to be mean to you. All right. So basketball. <laughs> Great basketball. Start with your game. All right. Portier on Northern, Portier on High. Portier on Northern special. That that's what I'm gonna open with because they are they are they are I would say one of the twenty or thirty best teams in the state. I think the D zone has them at like in the forties or fifties right now. I'm telling you right now that I would put this Port here on Northern squad up against a lot of teams in the state. I don't know if they're ready to go toe-to-toe with the elite elite of the state because, Dennis, you know the difference between 10 and 1 is about the difference between – same difference between 10 and 50. Yeah. Like, those top, top-tier teams are something else. But this Port here on Northern team is is something legit. They beat Port Huron High 72-45. And before I go too much into Port Huron Northern, I want to 
give Portier and High a little bit of love, and you're saying, Brady, they lost by, what, 27 points. How, how is that, like, what good can come out of that? This was the best game Portier and High has played all year. Their loss against Utica, they just played terribly. That, that, I mean, I'm sure everyone on that team will say it. They had, I think, 39 turnovers, yeah. and they lose by 12. Against Anchor Bay, they played better. Um, they still had pockets of head-scratching decisions and panic. Against Port here on Northern, Northern came with pressure, and Northern attacked. And for the most part, Port here on I played quick, played with urgency, but played under con- control played within the offense, played with a system, and had some bright spots. It was 27-16 after a quarter, um, and Portier on high was getting shots to fall. The problem is they just don't have the horses Portier on Northern does. That's the difference between a team in the Mac White, which might be as good as the Mac Red this year, and a team competing for a Mac Silver title. If Portier on high plays this way against... The Max Silver teams, they will be right in the mix for the Silver title. It will be like going in slow motion compared to Port here on Northern because, Dennis, you saw them against oh, Chip yeah. Valley. It's fast. It's frantic. It's and, fun. And it's a lot of fun to watch, but for the other team, if you're not ready for it, you could get lost in it pretty quickly. You could get lost in it very, very quickly. And Port here and I really didn't. And this was a game that a year ago – you saw it. Portier on Northern kind of came, did whatever they wanted, and won by what, like 45 or yeah. something? And Jameson had 40. Uh, but that didn't happen. I thought Dwynell Benjamin has become a really, really nice piece. And I don't know if I'm ready yet to put him in with the best of the best big men in the area, but he's making it hard not to consider it because he plays strong. In, in the paint, if he can just get those hands a little softer, sometimes he misses opportunities because it hits the hands and he fumbles it a bit. Mm-hmm. But when he gets possession of the ball, he has nice footwork in the paint. He ha- he goes up strong, and I really like how he plays. He had 15 points to lead Port here on high. What I like is they try to go to him. Like yes. They specifically run plays for him. They did it for a little while against Utica and had some success with it. And the thing is, Port here on Northern is tall. I think they have two kids on their roster listed under six foot. That's just dumb. When Benjamin plays a team that doesn't have a six foot five player to guard him, I could see him having an explosive night because he he plays with some attitude. He threw down a dunk um, in the game. He played well. And Connor Rosenau has just been a consistent about ten point player this year. You know he can give you more, but. He's the guy that everyone's circling on the scouting report, and he's still giving you about 10 a night. So He does all the other things, too, that you don't talk about as much. Like He's a solid rebounder. He passes the ball well. You can trust him with it. Defensively, he's all over the floor. Defensively, he plays hard, yeah. So Port here on high, keep this momentum up, but they have a tough schedule. They have Cross-Lex next week. I think they have Armada after Christmas. They play Genesee Christian, which, if you don't remember, beat Cardinal Moon yeah, in a regional final. Yeah, they can shoot. They got two little guards that, that just are, both are back, And that's who they play at SC4. So, this Port here on high team, very conceivably, and they could be playing good basketball, could be one in five. And depending on how they play, I could still be saying that they have a, a legitimate shot at the silver title. 
because they are playing these tough games to prepare them for Lakeview, for St. Clair, for those other teams, uh, for Madison, and then Marysville and Marine City. Um, but Port Huron High, keep this pace up, keep this course, and you'll get your first title since, I think, 2004 was the last time they won a league title. Now Port Huron Northern. Like I said, this team can be special. Tyler Jamison had 23, Alex Jamison had 15, Cam Harju had 14, and Alex Jamison, like you had with Amir Moreland against Chip Valley, Alex Jamison made a shot that I was talking about. Someone got fouled on the other end, and I was still just gawking <laughs> over this shot. Yeah. Alex Jamison's driving middle goes to spin towards the baseline. He either got bumped or slipped, and he's falling backwards, fadeaway, throws up a shot from the short corner, and it goes right down the middle. And he looked like he was under control the whole time. And it's it's a thing of beauty. And the thing with this Port here on Northern team that they couldn't do a year ago. Last year, you took Tyler Jamison out, and it was kind of like, just hold your ground for the 14 seconds that it takes him to go get a drink of water and get back to the scorer's table. This year... Tyler Jameson's not going to go out for more than a minute or two. But if he picks up a second foul in the second quarter, you can sit him for a minute or two minutes, and Northern can still be in attack mode. Amir Moreland only had five points, but he was all over the floor. Cam Harju is a shooter. Alex Jameson is a shooter. And they can all bring the ball up. Luke Maher as well. He hit two threes in the win. They can all handle a press. So if a team sees 32 come out and they go, ooh, Time to attack. Time to get some points, get some steals. That ain't going to happen because these young freshmen are very solid. Luke Maher is a very nice piece along with this. They have things that they can do that when Tyler Jamison is out, they can still be in attack mode and not, all right, let's not mess this up for the next 30 seconds. I mean, let's think about this because Tyler – is probably a guard for any other team in the state. He, yeah. He's like the guard. He's the – a lot of times Northern, because they don't really have a true post guy, a lot of times they put Tyler in the post. Well, and he just gets rebounds like nobody's business. I think he had 10 last night. He had 23 total, and he didn't play in the fourth quarter. And the thing is, he doesn't need to force it if he doesn't want to. Now, there's a few possessions I could tell he went, I'll get these two points. And the next possession, I'll pass it because he just went in the lane, went dupe, jump stop, layup, good. All right, cool. Or jump stop, seven-foot jumper, good. All right, cool. Next time, I'm going to pass it off. But <laughs> there were a few pockets where he's like, I-, I got this one, guys. But he's 23, and he didn't have to force a lot. Um, Alex Jamison having 15 was really nice, and he only hit one three, Dennis, because he's supposed to be one of the shooters. He does that with only one three. That's really impressive. He is going to have a night, though, Brady, where he knocks down a whole bunch. Oh, yeah. Oh, of course. And that was the biggest difference in the game. Port Eon High hit two threes in the entire game, and one came late in the fourth quarter. Port Huron Northern, you had two from Luke Maher. You had a three from Aiden Wynn, who was a nice player. That's a rotational guy that gets lost. But if he's your third or fourth guy off the bench – 
You're doing pretty well for yeah, yourself. Yeah, and he played a lot against Chippewa Valley, too. Cam Harju hit three, so that's, what, six total. And then Alex Jamison hit one, and Tyler Jamison hit one, so they hit eight threes. And Jamison was at the end of the third quarter. And it's like he, he's guaranteed one made three a game because he pulled up from NBA range, rattled it home with right before the buzzer, and then just turned around, kind of put his hands up like, yeah, what else do you expect? <laughs> I knew it was going in. You knew it was going in, and there was nothing you could do to stop it. Yeah, he did that against Chippewa Valley just before the half. I remember he did it against uh, Troy Athens in the first quarter when he went off for like he had like seventeen in the first quarter, and he pulled up from like the volleyball line and hit it. And it's <laughs> it's like okay, that's not fair. No, but. It's what he does. And it's so, I'm so happy we get to watch him. Yep. I'm so happy we get to watch him. So 72-45 win for Port here on Northern. They go to Croslex Saturday. And, Dennis, you saw the Pioneers against Armada, a very hungry Armada team, and you had yourself a classic. Yeah, th- this, this was a really fun game last night. And when it started, I thought, here we go. Because um, uh, the last time I saw Crosslex, they won by 51. Uh, and they started the game on a 9 nothing run. They just come out and they blitzkrieg teams. If you aren't ready at the jump ball against Crosslex, they will try to win the game in the first two minutes. And we've seen that before. They've done it to Armada before. Last year when Richmond came to town, they kind of did it to Richmond. Don't ask MLA City about it. And not just the, the tip, but if you get into a lull, Croslex can go on a 12 nothing run before you can make a substitution or call a timeout. They get easy backs. They get layup after layup because they're all over you, pressuring the ball, knocking it loose. And right away, it's 9 nothing Pioneers. We're halfway through the quarter, and, and Armada is struggling not to make a shot, to get a shot. Uh, and then Justin Chapman got fouled, got to the free throw line, made two free throws, and everything changed. And Armada went on a 13 to nothing run. When's the last time Crosslex gave up 13 unanswered points? When's the last time they had a, a situation where a team outscored them 18 to 2 in a stretch? Because that's what happened. And by halftime, it's all of a sudden Armada 26. Crosslex 18. I'm sure the, the fans in that gym were jumping. Oh, it, it, they were really excited, and they they shut down Donovan McDonald in the first half. They shut down Mitch Geiger in the first half. Actually, if Trevor Soule doesn't score six in the first half for Crosslex, they're getting buried at halftime. Which, by the way, the Portier and High Northern atmosphere was electric, Shout out to everyone. That's what high school basketball is about. But anyway. Yeah, that was a a huge crowd. You sent that that picture to me. Uh, And Andrew Snezak was getting what he wanted. He had 12 points at halftime. Justin Chapman had eight points and was in foul trouble. Um, And and so things were going really well for Armada at the half. Half Halftime comes. I don't know what Lance said to him, but he's one of the better ones at making adjustments. 
and different Crosslex team to start the third quarter. Number one, they start getting Donovan McDonald in, involved in the game and getting him some shots and getting him some uh, offense. Um, it's always somebody different for them. When I when I saw them against Marysville, Kretsch didn't really do anything. I think he had four points. He had 19 in this game. He was the guy. And he had a lot against you, Prep. Yeah, he, he, he was the guy. Uh, they started to stop Sneezak. They held Sneezak to two points in the second half in overtime. Uh, but Cameron Coons steps into the light. Nothing in the first half, 13 in the second half. And this became a really good game. One-point game after three quarters, 34-33 Armada. We go into the fourth. The fourth was a slugfest. Like the the... The, the game had really good pace for three quarters. Mm-hmm. Then the fourth quarter was a tug of war. And then overtime happened, and overtime was high flying. That, that for four minutes, we had 21 points scored. So That's a lot of points in 20 w- points. When you had 17 or, scored in the yeah. fourth quarter in eight minutes. Yeah. So uh, it, it was a great game. Um, McDonald knocked down a free throw with 35 seconds left to tie it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 42-42 going into overtime. Uh, they start overtime. McDonald gets an and one. Crosslex is up three. Armada gets the next four points. They take the lead. Then it went back and forth for a little while. Uh, in the end, Crosslex just, when they needed a big shot, they got one. Geiger, nothing for three and a half quarters. Couldn't throw the ball into the ocean standing on the beach. When they needed it, bang, bang, bang. Three times in a row they went to him. Three times in a row, never touched the rim. What are you going to do? I thought Armada played as well as they could play. Crosslex. Just finds a way. They just have weapons. Um, this is a really good game. I said it on the air. It's a shame somebody has to lose, but they're not going to let them play to a tie. Um, and Crosslex was just three points better in overtime. In overtime. And 54 51. Great ball game. And I want to put this in perspective because Crosslex just finds ways to win. And that ha- I think that's a culture win. That's a win that has been built up over the last three or four years where you expect to win and you have to dig out and find a way. I just want to put out where this is, and I don't, and I really like Armada. I don't mean to, this is, is not to put them down in any way. But for Crosslex, this is sandwiched in between a U prep game and a Northern game that people around the state are looking at, that are, are kind of measuring sticks for, all right, are we. Area good or are we state good again? Or can we can we get back to a quarterfinal? They it's it's on the road at Armada. For Armada, this was one of the biggest games of the year. You know, in in preseason camp, they're talking about that game on December fifteenth. They're saying we have Crosslex at home. It's time to get them. It's our chance. And they throw everything they have at them. Crosslex doesn't play their best game. You said it yourself. A couple guys in the first half kind of were no-shows and then figured it out down the stretch. But despite all that, 
Croslex still found a way to win. Uh, and that's why it's a culture win yeah. and a program win. But, you know, Kretsch gets 19, Kolakovic gets 15, and you know how Kolakovic scores. Mm. He, he frustrates you defensively, jabs the ball away, races, to, beats everybody down the court, lays it up, lays it in. Mm-hmm. And, and after a while, you just want to shove him in the back and push him through the end wall. Right. <laughs> Go, stop doing that. Yes, stop stealing. <laughs> uh, uh, McDonald had eight. Uh, Geiger and Soul had uh, six uh, each. But, but it, like, if you used Geiger and Soul as one player, they had 12 points. Right. Just one guy did it all six in the first half. The other guy did all six in the second half. 14 each for Sneezak and uh, Chapman. Uh, Chapman played almost the entire second half with four fouls. And over time, and never fouled out. That's um, impressive. Yeah, and uh, thirteen for Kuhn. Uh, Preston Hill had five. I thought uh, Cody Rollins played really well, and I thought Riley Andrews played really well. And they had three and two points only, so they weren't scoring, but they played a lot. Uh, and and I thought they played really well. Parker Westfall didn't score, but he played a lot, and he he did some some good things for Armada. So it was it was just. Two good teams that decided to play a good basketball game last night, and I appreciate that. Dennis, do you know what happened on February 19th, 2019? Um, well, I probably like uh, had uh, pizza, and uh, no, I don't know. That was the last time Cross-Lex has lost a game in Croswell. February 19th, 2019, they lost a 62-61 game to Richmond. They have not lost since. They're hosting Port Huron Northern on Saturday. I will just tell you, Port Huron Northern very much wants to be that team that breaks <laughs> that streak. You will be at that game. That's a game that, unfortunately, I cannot be at, and I'm quite upset with it. I wish we could reschedule Christmas for it, but... <laughs> That is something that I'm telling you is front and center in Port here on Northern's mind when they go up to Croslex. This feels like a game that the kids and the, the people there are going to talk about in 25 years. All right, Grandpa, stop talking about that. Well, I, I, I want to see, because I know that right now Lance Campbell is down in the Campbell Cave well, yeah, with he, the test yeah. tubes and the lightning bolts going between the things, and he's Frankensteining a game plan together to pull on Northern. Yes. And I want to see what that is and how it works out. Right. And I think it's going to come down to whichever team can shoot the three better because both teams have sharpshooters. Yeah. But I, I just want to throw that out there, Dennis. It has been oh, – none of the kids at Croslex in that high school have ever experienced a home loss. Think about that. Yeah. So Northern's going to try to be the first basically in a generation, in a whole class to go through to knock off Croslex. So anyway, there were other boys basketball games and girls basketball games going on. New Haven beats Marysville 75-16. New Haven's good. New Haven's really good. They'll be competing with Northern in the white. Clintondale beats Marine City 65-39. I believe Clintondale actually dropped down to the bronze, I think. Because they're not in the lead, the silver anymore. With well, those they, teams they they've been taking while. advantage of it because Clintondale's been scoring a lot of points. They must be on the upswing. Richmond beats Algonac seventy eight twenty six. 
kind of where both teams yeah. are at. And Yale fends off North Branch 55-39. North Branch teams improved this year. No, they're not going to win the BWAC, but they are a feistier team, and they just went on the road to Yale and competed with a pretty good Bulldog squad. Yeah, yeah, Yale solid. Yeah, so a nice win for Yale, though, to kick off BWAC play. Girls hoop, MLA City hung with or Elmont hung with MLA City, I should say, through about three quarters, but MLA City pulls away and gets a 50-32 to 32 win over Elmont. Champs stay on top. I still think it goes through MLA City. I, I, I know there are teams to challenge them. Yes. But until, until one of those challengers actually knocks them off the top, I'm sticking with that's MLA City's league. The Wolves of Sandusky, 34, reach 24 wins, 795 for Al DeMott. And when the calendar turns to 2023, we're going to be all in on Al DeMott. Well, their their next game isn't until the 28th when they play Deckerville, and they should get a win there. Yes. Um, and, and then that will set the table for early January. Vassar at home and at Unionville Seabwing could be the record games where he ties it and then breaks it. And then at Ubley would be potentially number 800. Yeah. So here, here's the thing, and shame on us. We missed it earlier in the week, but uh, they, they won a game over um, Cass City earlier in the week, and that was – or no, Bad Axe, sorry, against Bad Axe earlier in the week, and that was the 1,000th game. For Al DeMott. I want you to stop and digest that, too. And he's almost won 80% of his games. Yeah, and game 1,001 last night, a win over Reese, win uh, 795. Yeah. Well, we really hope to get Al DeMott on and just have an Al DeMott special show. So uh, that, again, just can't oh, – we can't understate how impressive this is. Brown City 32, Vassar 27 in girls, Kingston 54, Marlette 28, uh, Laker 29, Memphis 13, Deckerville 29, All Saints 28 in a close one, and Lapeer Faith 65, Landmark 11 in girls basketball. A couple of hockey games last night, too. So when they do the Larry Manns, there's always pairings that don't happen. Mm-hmm. And so a couple weeks later, they do the pairings that didn't happen, and Marysville beat uh, Port Huron eight to nothing. Northern and Anchor Bay skate to a one-one tie. That's an interesting one. Uh, Anchor Bay is They've good. They've given Northern fits the last couple years. They, uh, they... A- Anchor Bay plays a uh, a very good brand of hockey. They always have good goaltending. Uh, they're very smart defensively. Um, Anchor Bay's a, a solid team. They whipped Utica earlier in the week, uh, six to three. Um, so they're it's it's interesting the way all those teams play against each other because Anchor Bay seems to give Northern a hard time. Marysville seems to give Anchor Bay, except for the one a hard time. Well, and you know what? Marysville dominated them. Yeah, and the the. Dandel, Dandelion or whatever Dandoran. his name was, Dandoran, Dandoran. had uh, just, what are you going to do? Right. He alcomed him. Right. <laughs> so uh, we have a lot coming up this weekend. I mean, we can talk a little bit more about Crosslex Northern, but we have a decent slate of Friday games for you, including where you'll be, Anchor Bay at St. Clair, and a lot of girls games, a lot of teams on the road and some tests for certain teams. All right, we'll get to that in just a moment uh, here on the uh, Get Stuck on Sports Tri-County Equipment Podcast. 
buying or selling a home, you need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Marysville. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 this is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You are back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. Yeah, I'll be in St. Clair tonight, boys basketball. St. Clair against uh, Anchor Bay. Um, uh, another game of, of interest, boys-wise, Almond at Emily City in the BWAC tonight. Yeah, let's start with your game first because I think this is a – Big uh, chance for St. Clair to get a young team on the right path. They felt they let one get away against New Haven. 
They've had they had a, a win against Algonac, but they have a tough stretch of games coming up that Anchor Bay is a game they can get, and they need to get it at home. Well, here's the thing, because uh, St. Clair's got an injury, mm-hmm. and Anchor Bay's got Gyra, and you said he was very pedestrian in the last game, and I'm going to be there, and the kid scores. He's an automatic 20 every time I've ever seen him. Which I don't know how that works, <laughs> but it does. It's true. Well, Freeman scores 20 when you go. Okay, you saw her one time in the worst game. Well, you've seen Gyro one time in the worst game. It is, it and he true. had 12 points. Led his yeah. team in scoring. Yeah, but he was. it was a very quiet. So, yeah, they obviously have to stop Gyra. But after the Port Huron loss, they played well in a five-point loss at home to Chip Valley. So Anchor Bay is a pretty decent team. They've beaten Stony Creek. They lost to Port Huron by five, lost to Chip Valley by five. Almost feels like this St. Clair game is kind of a get-right spot for Anchor Bay and a chance to get some momentum going before they go into a holiday stretch where they actually play back-to-back local teams. They go to Mooney and host Armada. Uh, I'm excited to see St. Clair again. I'm excited to see France again. Yes. Because he's another exciting young player that we have in our area. Yes, very much so. Almont and Emily City and boys, you mentioned that, should give us a measuring stick. We know we're trying to figure out what Almont is. We know Emily City should be a good team, but they, I mean, they haven't won much, but they've also been playing murderers row. I, I like what Emily City is doing. I really do. Like, they're playing a, a stupid, tough schedule right now because they know. They know if they want to compete in the BWAC and if they want to get out of districts, they have to be ready to play Crosslex. And Richmond. And and Richmond, well, yeah. That would be a regional, I think. But still, they lost to E-Course 91-57, and they won the Harry Seymour uh, tournament at KPAC, beating Deckerville, and then they beat Sandusky only by two, and then they lost to Detroit Douglas 65-57. This Almont game, I think, is a chance to say, all right, hey, this is where our tough scheduling pays off. They're coming to our gym. Put them away. They're coming to the blue floor. Put them away. Yeah, I mean, uh, again, I, I, I at home, this is a game where I, I've got to favor Emily City a little. You know what the next five games are for Emily City after Almont? You want to talk about Murderer's Row. Okay, so they play Almont tonight, right? That should be a game they're favored to win. December 20th, home against New Haven. Tough game. Tough game. December 27th, the Motor City Round Ball Classic at Detro- against Detroit Old Redford. I think a tough game. They're 2-2, two and two and their losses are to Oak Park and Clarkston by 3. They beat Detroit Athens by 40. Wow. So I'm going to say tough game. Without knowing a ton, tough yeah. game. January 5th, at Richmond. Tough game. Tough game. January 10th, home against Yale. Yale is good. Which is, Yale is solid. Honestly, in that stretch, might be the easiest game. And, and Yale is a, solid. And it's not an easy game. <laughs> yeah, I know. And then, what is the dessert platter they get for their fifth game in a row? January 13th, at Croslex. Yeah. Well, you got you got to play them sometime. You're going to find out what you're made of by about the midway point in January. Are we a legit contender, or are we going to struggle to get a few points? Excuse me. Get points on the board. That's a tough stretch for Emily City, but I don't think they'd really 
want to back down from the challenge. No, not at all. But you also, and again, I'm not trying to knock Almont. You, you've got to look at this game as Emily City almost as must win. Right. We must win this game because we don't. You're not going to have, have an easy game yeah, for a month. We, we aren't going to have. I'm not saying uh, this is an easy game. I'm saying that No, but at, at home and compared to all those other. Almont is not all those other teams. No. All right, I'm going to go through these girls' games. Dennis, you just tell me what you think about them. I mentioned Northern goes to Ford. That's an early league game. If Northern wins this league game, we're talking about them possibly as Mac White champs early Yeah, th- this is a big test for them, but don't get discouraged. They're going on the road, and, and from, from what we're being told, Ford's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw Becky Gilbert at the hockey game uh, on Monday, and she's like, Ford's good. Yeah. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, th- that that's going to be a, a tough game. So if they hit a bump in the road, now that's saying they will, but if they hit a bump in a row, don't worry about it. They'll get them again at Northern later in the season. Um, and, and, and judge them after the whole body of work is, is done. This is a young basketball team. If they go in and they beat Ford, sky's the limit. Right. If they go in and they and it doesn't go well for them, Still it's not the end of do. the it's not the end of the world. Port Huron gets their first uh, league game when they go to Eisenhower. Always I, tough at Ike. I don't know what the Mac Reds going to be. I think North and Gross Point North and South will be good, but I don't think they're as good. Uh, Dakota is two and three this year. Ike's four and one. I don't know if the red has is as great as it's been the last few years, or it might be just a little down. Still really good, yeah. but there were some really exceptional teams the last couple years. Uh, Ike, Ike is tough to play at their place, but I, I like this big red team, and I like what they've been doing so far. I know they lost to Powers, but they were on the road. Powers is, is usually pretty strong, and, uh, and PH has a couple of good wins. To, to open the season, the William, Ileana Williams is scoring. Mm-hmm. Um, Izzy Tremblay is healthy and, and back. I, I, I like what the Big Reds are doing. I think they can go on the road tonight and get a nice win. Marysville at Southlake. Marysville have to play a good game away from home. I'm not saying you have to win yeah, this they, game. Yeah, they've it kind of – It would be nice to win – but play a good, solid game away from your own barn. Play good defense because they've been getting scored on on the road. Nobody could score on them at, at their place. Play your home defense on the road tonight. It sounds like South Lake has one or two girls that you have to stop. Easier said than done. Easier said than done, but um, I do think that Marysville can go on the road and, and get a win here. Mac Gold action is underway as well. Clawson goes to Marine City. Clawson a bit down. They're two and three to start the year. Marine City looking for a bounce back win in league play at home. And some of these girls played last year, and they remember they lost to Clawson. Yes, um, I believe so. that was at home as well. Yeah. Uh, Saint Clair goes to Roseville for their first league contest, and like I said, this is a chance. Got to right the ship. You play Roseville. Tonight, you play the Weimar tournament next week. Got to start get, put, stacking those wins together to solidify that start. Because if you do come the new year, we're talking about St. Clair is one of the better teams in the area. Well, again, you you want to get off on a good start in league. You don't want to be chasing in league. You want to be chased. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and you also want to get the taste of blowing the lead at Northern the other night washed away. I, I think the Saints right the ship tonight. BWAC action. Cross Lex goes to Armada. North Branch goes to Yale. That's an interesting one. Like, Cross Lex Armada is interesting to me, but our Armada got blown out by Emily City. Crosslex has been steadily in improving. Interested to see how both teams handle that game. But uh, North Branch, Yale, this intrigues me. Yes, it does. And a couple of hockey games over the weekend. Marysville will play Jackson United in Bay City, and then they'll play Midland on Saturday for a couple of games uh, over the weekend. And Port here on Unified plays at Bishop Foley Unified. There's ever a time to jump up and get a win. Make Dennis very happy. Yes. It would be against Bishop. Go Big Reds. That's at uh, Suburban. I don't know where that. I don't know where. Bishop yeah, I think Foley, Foley plays. plays at Suburban. They or they up. might play in Royal Oak. They move all around. Yeah, they'll probably play. At your actually, favorite I think spot this year they. Edgar. Actually, this year I think they play at Royal Oak. Well, wherever they play, Dennis will be very much rooting for Port here on high as he's watching Anchor Bay St. Clair down at St. Clair. Should be a 7 o'clock tip, but you know if anyone that's ever been to a basketball game, especially one that has three levels. It doesn't matter. Because of the parking, I'm going to St. Clair right after we're done recording. (laughs) So I get a parking spot within the same area code. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) You know when it says 7, if the JV and freshman games go quick, we might be on the air at 6.30. (laughs) If they go long and overtime, might not be on the air till 7.30. So just keep 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 close keep keep a close eye on that one. I I've had uh I've had some interesting games recently in in JV stuff. A lot of fouls in JV this year. Every time I see a tight JV game, I'm just going, no, 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 no. By the way, one other game we didn't mention, Richmond at Algonac in girls basketball as well. Um and oh, by the way, Clean sweep by Crosslex yesterday in Armada. Freshman one, JV one, and uh, the varsity one. And each game got closer. Yeah. So the freshman game was kind of a blowout. JV game was close, and then Crosslex pulled away at the end, and the varsity game goes to overtime. So, okay. Um, anything else going on that we need to talk about? Uh, I want to mention Sunday Marine City boys play uh, down at Little Caesars Arena. I think it's after the Pistons game. Yeah. Uh, They get uh, Ferndale University, who's pretty good. Yes, and there's been a lot of teams playing at LCA, and that's a cool experience for the kids. That's all I got. All right, uh, we'll be back Monday, recap everything, and, of course, Saturday, Dennis the clash of the titans up in Croswell. You don't hype this because every time you hype something I get a bad game. I'm I want a hype good game. I want. I want a good game. The so. first ever game I hyped was still the best game we've ever done. Yeah. The clash of the titans there will be a crater where the Croslex gym <laughs> used to be by the, ta- the the time this game gets over. Croslex Northern boys basketball what 6 o'clock tip up there. This is the one time I'll say, if you're thinking about staying home and listening, don't go there. It's worth the watch. It's worth the drive. So Brady has cursed it now. Yes, I have. (laughs) But for who? Yeah, but for who? We'll find out. There's only one way to know, and that's to go to the game and find out or listen 
on Get Stuck on Sports. Six o'clock tip Saturday night. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.